Hey friends, it's your host, Natua, and you are welcome to my big girl era. Y'all, if you're like me, the pressure is getting hwasa. <laughs> but together, we're going to dig deep and talk about it. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey friends, I'm back with another awesome episode of this big girl era chapter um it's been a hot minute since my last episode and i will preface by saying that i i'm gonna continue to prioritize my personal life over any of my online endeavors so if i ever you know disappear online like just know i'm living life But since the last episode, a lot has happened. I got a new car. Her name is Ebony. She's black. She's sporty. She's sexy. She's... I'm basically describing myself. (laughs) Um, I chopped off my hair and dyed it like a copper blonde. And I moved from the East Coast and I'm back in Cali. And I am currently looking for a new place of my own and part of the reason why I took a long time to record this episode is because I wanted to be in that space like I just wanted to be in my new place um but I am currently in a robe in an Airbnb sipping wine and eating Panda Express which is you know not too bad of a situation either so every year i pick a different theme or catchphrase that i will continue to revisit throughout the year and you know because 2020 20 eh, because in 2022 i was in the trenches my theme for 2023 is chasing happiness and i feel like i'm just at the stage of life where i no longer have an excuse to live a subpart life. Like before I could have been like, oh, you know, my my parents this, my parents that, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm a young adult, you know, like obviously there's natural causes like, you know, lack of finances. <laughs> um, but I feel like being a fulfilling life and doing the things that I like doesn't have to start five years down the road or 10 years down the road or whenever I get my degree or whenever I find a husband, um, like it's something that I can be intentional about like every week or every month. And by just doing little things here and there um, that will, you know, bring me joy. So, of course, as I continue to chase happiness, I want God to be the primary source and I can already feel feel it like I know 2023 is going to be a year of spiritual growth and I am so excited to see what God has in store for me honestly but enough about that (laughs) this episode is not going to be me sharing my new year's resolutions at all um I decided to keep that private but I basically just wanted to share some 23 takeaways or lessons um from 2022 22 that I'm carrying into 2023. First and foremost, I am not for everyone and not everyone is for me. (laughs) The way that I kept repeating this over and over and over again in 2022, just to remind myself that 
I don't have to give people access to me who I don't want in my circle. Not everybody has to like me. Um, and not everyone is going to appreciate all the intricacies that make me who I am and support me well on this journey. And that's okay, you know? Um, as I'm growing into myself, I'm stepping into who I am full force. And that's going to bother some people, you know? So understanding that I'm not going to please everybody, I you know, I can't make everybody happy has brought me so much peace. And like, I don't try to fit in a box. Like I genuinely, if somebody has an issue with me, if somebody is offended by the way that I dress, the way that I hold myself, my skin tone, etc. Like I literally am completely unbothered. <laughs> because what? I am not for everyone and not everyone is for me. <laughs> um, secondly, being selfish is a form of self-care. Hmm. Underrated form of self-care because I think what ends up happening is for us people who are empaths or people who um, are happy to give, you will find yourself busy watering other people's gardens when yours is just left high and dry with weeds in whichever which corner, you know? Um, so selfishness is something that I am actively like being intentional about in 2023 um and just literally what that means is just prioritizing my needs and my mental health over other people at times the world is full of bad people but that doesn't mean you should dilute your kindness people again we have been through this People say, Natua, you're too nice. You're too nice this. You're too nice this. And the question is, am I too nice? Or are there just a lot of selfish people in the world looking to take advantage? And because of that, should I change how I operate? For me, the answer to that question is no. Um, because, you know, as long as I am in a position to help financially, mentally, um, spiritually, etc. I am going to help. I have been blessed with so much and I want to continue to bless others as well. Um, anything could happen and I could lose everything that I have. And as long as God continues to bless me, I also will continue to bless others because... I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to be more like Jesus. Does God cap his grace and mercy on all of us who continue to sin and disrespect him on a daily basis? No. <laughs> I'm trying to live that set apart lifestyle. Okay. So come at me with a mm, too nice. Mm, too, ni too nice for who? Mm, too nice for who? The beginning of a journey may start at the bottom of a ditch. <laughs> Y'all, like I prefaced this episode, 2022, I was in the trenches, but I have slowly climbed up and I'm continuing to steadily climb. And, you know, something that my mother actually said, um, the, like a few months ago when I kind of opened up to her and told her, like, I, you know, I went through like depression and she was saying like, you know, Natua, those lowest moments are when you are forced to depend on God. And when you come out of that ditch, your relationship with him is going to be stronger um, 
than those who are yet to basically endure any hardship. And that kind of stuck with me. Um, And not only that, but there are many paths to success. And while one person's path may be straight and narrow, another person might have 50 stop signs, tolls and detours, you know? Um, So the ditch does not have to be the end of a journey. Sometimes it is the beginning of one. Be delusional about your goals. If you don't sound mad, are you even pushing yourself to your potential? Hey, you have unique desires and goals and don't be discouraged by what the haters and naysayers gotta say. Don't let them stop you from achieving all that your heart desires. Listen, do the research, make the smart goals and then find the opportunities that will put you in the appropriate direction, okay? If you don't sound mad, you're not, you're not pushing yourself. You're literally just living beneath your potential. <laughs> and kind of following that goal is pray like it has already come to pass. For all my faith-led Christian baddies, y'all know that Bible verse that says, um, now to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all, all we could ask or think to him be the glory. Y'all, we serve Elohim, the one who brings things into being. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually talking to myself right now because I literally have this powerful being, creator of the universe, in my back pocket. And I'm out here praying subpar prayers. You know what I'm saying? Like the creator of the universe who is capable hmm, of doing more than I could even imagine or even think to ask for. He is my genie. And I guess for all you non-Christian baddies, (laughs) um, don't be afraid to manifest the life that you want for yourself. Because faithing it or manifesting it, it puts you in a headspace where you are already living like it's already going to happen, like it's already coming to pass and you're already like, um, you know, where you're staying ready for when the opportunity comes because you're mentally in that headspace, you know? I think this is the seventh, seventh takeaway or lesson from 2022 is date yourself, honestly. <laughs> um don't wait for a man to do all the things buy the flowers go to the restaurant buy the tickets literally just as miley cyrus said i can buy myself flowers <laughs> i can hold my hand um but literally just take yourself out okay like plan the outfit make the reservation if you need to treat it like a date like put your phone on do not disturb and um i've gone on one solo date for 2023 so far and i feel like it's something that i want to do every month um for myself um because i don't think it's fair to expect someone to treat you and care for you a certain way when you can't even do it yourself um are you kind to yourself do you take care of yourself do you find ways to simulate your mind are you forgiving all these things just 
date yourself work on self you have the power over how people see and treat you um if you're a pushover a yes woman or yes man um people won't have any respect for you if you tolerate disrespect people are gonna walk all over you you know what i'm saying don't let anyone talk to you anyhow hmm don't tolerate subpar behavior in friendships and relationships and workspaces. You know, you have control over the narrative of your life. Laying your bed every morning is the beginning of a good day. I know that sounds corny, but <laughs> I think this just speaks more to the importance of having a routine. Um, I think for me, it helped to have like consistency in the morning. Like, okay, by this time I'm up, by this time the bed is laid. And it just kind of spiraled to productivity throughout the rest of my day. And another thing that I incorporated, which was another, you know, thing that I will continue to incorporate this year is dance it out, honestly. Like anytime I was feeling depressed or, um, not motivated or even like just menstrual cycle related cramps um I just danced and it would just like uplift me immediately and whether it's dancing or doing yoga and like stretching in the morning or at night time exercise even if it's literally 10 minutes is something that everybody should just like incorporate into their day-to-day honestly y'all if the audio sounds slightly different it is because i am literally recording weeks later it is now march (laughs) and i am sitting in my car doing this i was reflecting because life is lifing right now And I just remembered that I had started recording episode three and forgot about it. But anyways, um, I'm just going to resume where I left off. Friendships come and go and that's okay. Um, I believe I have a fearful avoidant attachment style. Um, So even though it's easy for me to make friends, um, I think my attachment style makes it difficult for me to keep them and even harder for me to get over them when I lose them. Um, Like, of course, I do have a couple people in my life outside of my immediate family who have been there for several years. And but I low-key be sometimes wondering, like, damn, why is she still friends with me? (laughs) Or like low-key be waiting for the shoe to drop or something Um, but I generally have a very small circle of close friends, um, and like very careful about who I let in. And once, you know, once I feel an ounce of distance or like I can't trust you and the friendship dynamics are changing, I literally, bam, close myself off (laughs) 
And I always have this morning period where I'm sad and I'm disappointed and I'm like, oh, here goes another end of a relationship, blah, blah, blah. Um, right before, of course, I mentally check out of that friendship or relationship. Um, but, you know, I've been learning last year, especially that some friends are just situational and are only there for a season to make a work or a school environment more bearable. Um, other friends are meant to rejuvenate, like they're there for a short while, but they have a lifelong impact. Um, some friends are meant to be left in the past as you continue to grow and evolve. And some friends just aren't really your friends to begin with, right? But this year, I basically, I want to find the lesson in every relationship that I make instead of spending so much time mourning it, you know? And I want to challenge myself to focus on what that person taught me about life or myself instead of the expiration date of that friendship. <laughs> um, so instead of mourning and building my walls higher, um, I just, you know, want to learn the lesson that I need to learn and just move on. If you are providing a service, never be afraid to put a price on it. Literally, if it is taking your time, if it is taxing, if it is, you know, taking a toll on your mental, just put a price on it. It will make things better um, from, you know, if you find yourself having to drive all your friends around because you're the only person with a car, do yourself a favor and start charging people. Even if it's two dollars, five dollars, something um, for me, like I when I first started doing hair, I would do it for free. Um, but it got to the point where people were like, oh, Natua does hair. Um, let me have her do my hair for free. And I would sit there doing a hairstyle for like, you know, eight hours, 10 hours toiling and get zero bucks at the end of it. And, you know, it took a toll. And, you know, I literally will put a price on it. No matter how low the price is, I just put it, I slap a price on it for my mental health. I feel like sometimes protecting your peace looks a lot like being alone. Um, and kind of like going off of what I said earlier, not everyone deserves to have access to you. Um, and it's okay to be protective of the energy that you bring into your space. Um, and also like if you know your non-negotiables and stick to them in platonic relationships, in romantic relationships, um, it means that if someone is not performing at your standards, cut them loose. And as a result, you might have a, a lot more alone time, um, but you'd rather do that than allow it to take a mental toll, you know? Lesson 14 is let your no be unwavering. Uh, Y'all, this is something that I have struggled with for a while now. <laughs> um, there was always a fear of coming off rude when I said no. Um, and I think part of it is because growing up in an African household, saying no or um, vocalizing that, refusing to do something, no matter the reason, questioning someone in authority, even when they were, you know, 100% wrong, was the highest level of disrespect. And outside of the home, that led to me being a yes person literally all the time because I didn't want to be disrespectful. 
Um, and I had to unlearn that old habit over the years. And I've realized that saying no doesn't have to be rude at all. Um, and like, it is actually very good for my mental health. And a lot of times, like, you don't even have to give a reason, especially if it's not asked. And even if somebody is nosy and wants to know the reason, just like say, like, I don't feel comfortable sharing the why, but I wanted you to know that I, I cannot fulfill said obligation. Um, if you don't want to do something, girl, don't do it. <laughs> In 2023, y'all, I am talking to myself again. I want my nose to be unwavering. Uh, no, I do not want to do that. No, I do not want to be your friend or spend time with you because you're not going to add value to my life or our interaction will burn me out. No, I don't like or I'm not attracted to you and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. No, this does not line up with my purpose and my values and I'm not about to compromise on them. My no is still a no even though you don't ask me 10 times, unwavering. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, even though I do struggle with this still, the times that I have said no have brought me so much peace because it, um, it prevented me from being in situations that I didn't want to be in um, or even doing things or having interactions that were mentally taxing for me. Um, and, to be honest, people don't even take it personally a lot of the times or make it as big of a deal as I thought they would. Takeaway 15 is sex is not the answer. Um, and y'all can insert whatever word you want in here. Your poison. It could be porno. Pornography is not the answer. It could be... Um, a relationship that relationship is not the answer you know you settling it is not the answer um it could be you know food is not the answer whatever it is whatever your poison is it that poison that you you choose for yourself to distract you from dealing with what is going on your in on in your life that is not the answer um, and I am on my celibacy journey, but I'm not going to go into detail on this episode. <laughs> so stay tuned for, um, for all the tea on an upcoming episode. Lesson 16 is actually by one of my favorite baddies right now, Chloe Bailey. Um, I came across this on like, she was describing the lyrics i think for her song for the night on genius and she basically said don't ever let a man tell you or show you more than once that he doesn't want you hey you know coming from someone who doesn't mind making the first move planning dates contributing financially like just a little bit <laughs> Um, or being the person to like define the relationship or initiate that conversation. I have learned the hard way that it is better if the man does the chasing. And this is because how he chases you is usually an indication of how much he likes you. Now, if you're one of these new age women 
who doesn't mind having a house husband and the um you know doesn't mind you know supporting her man and wearing the pants in the relationship i am not talking to you i am talking to um the more traditional girlies like myself um who are looking for a relationship where you want your man to lead and be the primary provider um so if that is the model the kind of relationship that you want do not chase and let him tell you and show you that he wants you and then decide how you want to operate from there um and until that hunt is over and the relationship is clearly defined and established um then i would say that is when usually that i do not mind making like a bigger financial contribution or you know to lead as he my man's sees fit um because at the end of the day it is a partnership you know and i already know like some of these men don't mind the woman you know doing a little bit more um and if i like you i usually don't mind (laughs) um but yeah ladies 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 do not make the excuses remember if he wanted you he would and evidently he doesn't want you because you're still single and he's hiding you from your friends and you're initiating all the calls and apparently um he's too busy for you you know as a woman we literally make too many excuses you know he said he'd call or plan a date but he probably forgot blah 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 <laughs> stop making the excuses um for me personally y'all i this mm, this is a soft spot as you can tell because i am ranting I want a man who is going to be sure of me and take the initiative to take me off this fucking market. Excuse my language. Because one, he sees my value and will continue to lead in our relationship. You know, I will continue to level up. And if you can't cherish me at this level, you don't deserve to cherish me when I'm even more of a boss babe than I am now, you know? I just want to be fucking cherished and adored. And if you are one of those girlies who's looking for a more traditional relationship, um, but you find yourself, you know, being the hunter and chasing, girl, walk away. The amount of talking stages that I have ended um, because I just felt like, okay, this man is not pursuing me or showing me that he wants me. Like, I am the one who is you know, leading in that, in this, and that's not the kind of relationship that I want. Y'all, I rebuke situationships in the name of Jesus for me and my girlies who are looking for long-term partnerships. (laughs) God, may we find men who will cherish and adore us and lead us closer to you. Amen. Amen and amen. Lesson 17 is... Discipline and consistency over motivation. Um, and for me, I would define discipline as wanting to do something, literally having the resources and ability 
to do it, but choosing, literally choosing not to do it because um, it will have a negative or um, not beneficial result in the short term or long term. Um, And a lot of the times with discipline, it's like, even if you start small, say I am not going to drink coffee for a week, right? And then you start up again. I'm not going to drink coffee for a week. And then you mess up and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to drink coffee a week. And then you don't drink it for two weeks. Then it goes to two months. Then you relapse again. Then it's like now you're going six months. A lot of the times discipline shows you that although you may want to do something, you don't need to do it. And then, of course, there's like the opposite side of discipline, which is, you know, not wanting to do something. And, you know, whatever excuse being so easy to make as to why you can't do it, but still choosing to do it because, of course, the benefits in the short term and the long term outweigh literally all the negative excuses. Um, so that could be like exercise. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to eat healthy, but I'm going to do it because it is beneficial for me in the long term and short term, actually. Let people decide if helping you is an inconvenience. Um, as someone who struggles in asking for help until we're like, actually desperate and even then (laughs) um I usually try and troubleshoot and find a solution um I usually have trouble asking for help because I feel like oh this is going to be an inconvenience um they probably don't want to do it and like maybe they feel pressure because I'm asking and they don't want to come off as a bad person um and I have just been blessed with you know, that moment where I asked for help, like the person just being generous and not at all seeing it like an inconvenience. So um, that's definitely a lesson that I will continue to carry into 2023. And I have been leaning on God and others more for sure. Lesson 19 is be ruthless about enforcing your boundaries. Um, And this kind of ties into like you know, let your nose be your nose just for your mental health. Enforce your boundaries. Let them be unwavering. Lesson number 20 is blood is truly thicker than water. Um, every few weeks, every month, every year, I am continue to be reminded about how blessed I am to have um, a loving and supportive family around me, no matter how many friends I have lost, no matter how many relationships have ended, my family has literally and will continue to support me and love me no matter how many times I mess up, no matter how much I annoy them. And I am so grateful for that. Lesson number 21 is simply Authenticity is your sauce. (laughs) Um, Authenticity is literally my brand. It is what I want to know. It's what I want people to know about me. Like when you experience Natua, just know that Natua is showing up 
as fully herself. Um, I hope y'all didn't hear that because the siren just like drove by. Anyways, um, and even in life, like I'm just drawn to people who don't go with a grain and are unapologetically themselves. I may not agree with you, but you are just being you and I appreciate that. And again, like I think the more that you show up authentically yourself, the more that it will also inspire others to show up authentically themselves, especially in the kind of fake ass world we live in. Lesson number 22 is that the people closest to you have a big impact on how you view the world and yourself. So choose your friend groups very wisely. Um, Surround yourself with people who will bring out the best and inspire growth, not diminish it. And and those friends who don't fit into your lifestyle or the kind of person that you want to be, cut them loose with no regrets. Cut them loose because they're diminishing growth. Um, And lastly, 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 is lesson number 23, which is take charge of your happiness. Of course, I had to save that as my last lesson because it is my theme for the year, chasing happiness. Now, having said that, I personally actually don't believe that happiness is a constant state of being. Like, maybe for some of y'all it is, but for me... Um, it's not possible for me to be happy 24 seven every day from the moment that I wake up until nighttime. But I think it is a choice in some ways. Like overall, I know that they are uncontrollables, right? That can reduce your overall state of happiness, like, um, you know, a bad mental state, depression, um, like not having enough funds and like a myriad of other things. But I think sometimes we forget that happiness is a choice. Like, you can choose to be happy. Like, yes, all these things aren't working out. And, um, you know, maybe I'm feeling low in this moment. But, like, what can I do to bring, you know, to increase my mood? What can I do to contribute to a positive attitude? Is it exercise? Is it, you know, going on that trip abroad that you've always wanted to do? Is it, you know, investing in a new vehicle? Is it finding a new place to live? Is it ending that relationship? What can you do now to contribute to your state of happiness, right? Um, And obviously, the source is the most important thing. Like I said, for me, my eternal source is always going to be God. And everything after that is just, you know, for funsies. It just adds. It's like a cherry on top. (laughs) But yeah, take charge of your happiness. Anyways, that brings me to the end of another episode. Um, I hope this episode didn't sound as chaotic as it actually was and that you did in fact, take something away that you're going to apply this year or even the rest of your life. I know I, for one, will be re-listening to this because these are genuinely things that I'm going to be applying to my life. And I just thought it would be beneficial to share them with all of y'all. Before I let you go, I felt led to do this. Um, And this is for anyone 
who is feeling lost right now, who is lacking purpose, who um, just has a lot of things that have been working out in your life. You are not alone, okay? This moment will pass. This is only a season. Um, hang in there. Cling to the Lord. You're going to be okay, okay? You're going to be okay. And just trust that God will continue to provide and bless you. And, um, you know, just restore your drive and purpose. Um and my i just wanted to share a little prayer um this is part of my prayer for 2023 um and go ahead and just pray pray this with me over your life um abba this year i want you to be the focus of my life as i chase happiness may you continue to be the primary source no matter how many things don't work out on paper May I continue to prioritize and treasure my relationship with you, God. For those moments where I feel undeserving of success, acceptance, happiness, love, remind me of your hand in my life. Help me comprehend how wide and long and high and deep is your love that makes me worthy of all these things and more. Allow me to see my capability and stop sitting on my potential. I will choose to believe that despite my previous chapter, better is on the way. May you give me strength to endure any hardship that may arise in 2023 and to seek you first in everything. Allow me to see these struggles as a gift and to find the treasure in the jars of clay. I may be hard pressed on every side, but I will not be crushed. I may be perplexed, but may I never feel despair. I may be persecuted or feel abandoned, but I know that you will never forsake me. I may be struck down, but I will not remain there. I may not be where I wanna be, but I'm exactly where I need to be. Help me to trust that even though I don't see it, all things are working for my good, amen. You know the drill. If this resonated with you in some way or you feel like you have a friend or a family member or whoever who you feel would resonate with it, please save, share, subscribe and literally tell the world about this big girl era of mine that I am choosing to share with all of you. Keep in mind that when you subscribe, you'll have access to exclusive bonus content. You don't want to miss out. Alrighty, until next time. Bye.